Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! I've done it. It's taken me 49 games, but I've done it. I have found the perfect analogy for this year's Bulls team. I'm going to tell you what it is on today's episode of Believe in Bulls. They're on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench mob member and Tennessee ball, CJ Watson. CJ, I really thought we'd be talking about a winning streak, man, but that Pacers game, yikes. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. It was pretty brutal. Uh, You know, big, big lead and lose it on the road. So hopefully they can bounce back. You know, 21 point lead at one point bulls lose 116 to 110 to a shorthanded Pacers team. They did not have Tyrese Halliburton. They had lost seven straight games, but I say again, there is an analogy to perfectly sum up this team. And I think it's too perfect. And I'm going to continue to tease it. Cause I have to tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A B. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official shop of the network, official T-shirt of the show. Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support all the shows on the network, but the official shirt of our program, Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com. The link is also in my Twitter bio. Okay. You've seen Charlie Brown, right? Uh, when the I was peanuts. little, but I don't really remember it, yes. <laughs> There's, you got Lucy with the football. And Charlie Brown's always trying to kick the football. And every time he goes to do it, she says, I'm not going to move the football. You're going to kick it this time. And she pulls it away every time. And he goes flying and falls on his butt. Right. That's this year's Chicago Bulls. They look like they're going to turn a corner. They're going to hold the football there. You're going to kick the football. They pull it away. And I'm sitting here falling on my butt because I fall for it every time. A three-game winning streak followed by a bad loss. We have seen this movie too many times. Yeah, it's definitely a great analogy. It's definitely fitting, I think. Uh, but like you said, it's, you know, it's just a typical Bulls this season. And hopefully, like I said, they can be uh, very resilient and, and figure this thing out and turn it back around. I've used the roller coaster. I have used, you know, the enigma. But no, it, it is Lucy and the football. That's exactly what this is. Because it, it's the reverse of, and I can't believe I'm acknowledging the Godfather part three, but I'm acknowledging it. Just mm-hmm. when I'm out, they pull me back in. Just when right. I'm in, they push me back out. Like, yeah. yeah. It's so maddening, the fact that the Pacers didn't have Tyrese Halliburton. They had lost seven games in a row coming in. You had a 21-point lead. Then you get outscored 70-48 to 48 in the second half. That can't happen. And I understand Goran Dragic is out. I understand Javante Green's out. But that still cannot happen when you have a 20-point lead. 
Yeah, like you said, there's no excuses. They had a 20-point lead. You can't lose when you're up by 20, especially on the road. You know the home team is going to make a run or a few runs here and there, but you got to withstand that. Um, and they, they were up by 20, so they they should have withstood that. So I think, you know, it's definitely one of the – not the worst losses this season, but definitely one of those worst losses they, they can look back on and, like, they should have had this one. And that was one thing I put in the rundown, too, is, like, was it the worst? Like, it kind of feels like it in the moment just because of where the Pacers were at that point. I said it the other day. It felt like they were in a free fall. Yeah, like, yeah. losing Halliburton, mm-hmm. it was the equivalent to them of losing Lonzo Ball. This is what happened to the Bulls last year when they lost Lonzo. Everything yeah. fell apart. They lost Halliburton. Everything fell apart. And I was I was sitting there going, okay, cool, comfortable halftime lead. Things are going to be looking good. Go back home. Yeah. And I just don't know. They started throwing more pressure at the Bulls. Mm-hmm. They had no answer for it. And Zach Levine, six turnovers, four in the fourth quarter. Come on, man. You've got to hold on to the ball. Yeah, yeah, he played pretty bad. Uh, it's one of the worst games I've probably seen him play. And uh, I think definitely coming back from overseas, that that is a tough game to play. You know, that flight coming back over again, back readjusted to the time change and things of that nature. Like, you know, that's part of the part of the business and part of the NBA schedule. But no excuses. You got to you got to win that game. Like they played one game after coming back and they won. But is there still that lingering effect when you're two games in, especially <clears throat> you come back overseas, you're at home and then you go onto the road? Do you still feel that? Yeah, I think so. You definitely feel it because uh, you were over overseas. I think they were there for like five or six days, maybe, or something like that. And it, it takes a while to get back adjusted. Um, I know for me, it took me at least a week or two to get back adjusted to the time change and getting back on schedule and getting back into my routine. So it's definitely different. And but like you said, there's no there's no excuses. They should have won this game. Definitely a sizable lead, and especially one of their top players out. You gotta you gotta close that and, and, and get a win. Oh, trust me. I'm there's. I'm not making it. I'm not. No excuses <laughs> from me. I mean, I came in right. here like. I mean, the, this week I didn't have much of a voice. I'm back full force, and I was ready right. to, you know, go crazy. I'm like, no, we're gonna be cool. We're a couple <laughs> little Fonzies here. Fonzie's cool. We're cool. But you know, I, I'm sure it didn't help going from, you know, Paris to Chicago, and then you're going. It, yes, you're only going to Indianapolis, but it's another right. time zone. So yeah, yeah. you're at another time zone in there. I, I get that effect, and maybe. Maybe that did impact things, but Zach just did not look right. You know, he's got that hand bandaged up for a while now. Again, four turnovers in the fourth quarter. I, I think that hand's bugging him a little more than he's maybe letting on or maybe than the team's letting on. Yeah, probably so. Like you said, I'm sure he doesn't want to, you know, talk about it or make any excuses, but uh, he's one of the top players on this team. He has to figure out a way to to get it done or, you know, or don't dribble the ball, just catch and shoot. <laughs> That's what he's uh, good not, at. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just do what you're good at. Don't try to do anything more, anything less, and uh, just try to figure it out, you know, and try to, like I said, try not to make any excuses and try to be the best you can for your team that night. You know, before they left for France, there was something in the post-game press conference, and I know this can be like the team will say one thing, things, you know, you don't know a lot behind the scenes. Zach made the comment about this is what happens when you have a torn ligament. Yeah. The team said he doesn't have a torn ligament. Like he's right. dealing, yeah, I forget what exactly the injury he's dealing. It's something with his thumb. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if it was like a sprain or like a jam or something like that, but he made the comment about a torn ligament and the beat writers ask a team and they're like, he doesn't have a torn ligament. So right. that's why I'm wondering, is it more serious than we know? And if that's the case, then yet yeah, use him as the catch and shoot guy that he's very good at. We have talked about that at length. Right. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think throughout the season, you're going to have bumps and bruises. No one goes through this, uh, the season, you know, 100% healthy. So, I mean, Zach has to know that. He has to understand that. And I'm sure he does. And you can't make any excuses. You got to go out there and play. And uh, at the end of the day, just because you tell the paper something, the team's not going to back you up 100% and say, you know, oh, yeah, he has something. But I think the team's going to, you know, uh, cover their their backs also. So you got to do the same for yourself and just go out there and be the best player you can. 
And I feel like with Zach having this injury, not being able to handle the ball well, this shows the need. And I've talked about this when I talk about the deadline. You need another point guard on this team. Yeah. Alex Caruso is, I guess he could fit that true point guard model just with his size, but the way right. he plays, he's not a true point guard. Goran Dragic could fill that spot, but again, he's out. And I don't think he's the true point guard that you need, not to the extent of like, say, Lonzo Ball, who, right. who knows? That's just the old thing with Lonzo. Who knows yeah. when he's coming back? So I feel like as the deadline comes around, I've talked about this a couple times. This shows they need a point guard. Cause I feel like if they had a point guard in this mm-hmm. game, they win easily because you got someone running the show and tying everything right. together. Yeah, for sure. You definitely need a leader out there, a second extension of the coach. And I think uh, with, with your big three, you have Vooch, uh, Damar, and Zach. Those guys are definitely capable offensively, but they struggle defensively. So then that puts a burden on the other uh, teammates and uh, to play up to caliber defensively. And we don't have a lot of those guys uh, who are superb defenders. So I think you got to find a, a point guard and maybe, you know, like I said, trade one of the top three and get more of a, a bigger defender, a bigger wing, a bigger guard who can play defense and also shoot the three, which is like, the Bulls are lacking also. <laughs> like they're playing through Vooch. Don't get me wrong. Right. And that's been really good. But the Pacers took him out of the equation there. He had a strong first quarter. It looked like he was going to have a big night. Yeah, He was out of the equation until the fourth quarter. And then finally they started getting things going. But by that time it was too little too late because the Pacers kept answering and they're bringing all the pressure. So yeah. when that happens, that shows the holes in this roster. Cause I think the roster makeup, we, we can talk about Billy Donovan's coaching style and we have people rip up. People have ripped him this year. I'm, I'm using that term. That's pretty much what people have done. They've yeah. criticized him. They, you know, said maybe he's not the guy, even though he got the extension, you play the hand you're dealt. And there's a lot of holes on this roster that I think Lonzo yeah. kind of covered up because he's that talented of a point guard on both ends. So yeah. you need to fill those holes. Cause I think you're three games under 500. The world is not ending here. Like they're not in the free fall that the Pacers were in. Now with the bulls that lost seven straight games here, you know, sell yeah. everybody, get some draft picks and rebuild this thing. But right. there's still, everyone talks about this being like a purgatory. And I used that term the other day. You can still be competitive if you had the right pieces. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The front office has a lot of work to do. They got to really figure out they want to retool, like you always say, or kind of rebuild. Um, I definitely think this roster has enough to win, but they got to make some change, little little minor changes here and there. And I think they can still be competitive. The East is still jam packed and everyone is like, you know, around that Pacers uh, Bulls kind of schedule where they're they're all trying to get in that play in spot. And I think the Bulls are still still there. They still can make it, but they just got to make one or two changes to really kind of maybe get to that seventh or eighth spot. Yeah, the Bulls right now, they're the 10th seed. Half game up on Washington, which again, just traded Rui Hachimura. They're a half game behind Indiana, which makes that loss even worse because you had a chance to leapfrog Indiana and be the the 9th seed and finally get out of that 10th spot. You've got Atlanta right there at 25 and 24. New York at 26 and 23. Miami at 27 and 22. So realistically, you're four games back of the 6th seed. Like You're not in an impossible spot to make the playoffs, but your margin of error is little because you're half game ahead of the wizards and one game ahead of Toronto and Toronto is looked at as a potential buyer at the trade deadline. Like you've got to make a move like in the schedule sense, like with wins. And I think you've got to make a trade. If it means sacrificing one of your big three. And by that, I mean, Damar or Vooch, Mm -hmm. I think you hold on to Zach. So be it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You de- definitely got to make some kind of smart move uh, in this next few weeks. And one that's going to help not be steady where you are, but make you a little bit better. I think that's what they need. They got to got to be sure of that defense. They got to shore up the three-point shooting. And uh, like you said, a point guard would be great. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, but <laughs> that's ideal. <laughs> yeah, like we don't hear a lot of rumors with the Bulls. Yeah, right. Carter Shovis and Eversley are notoriously quiet. 
And I mean, that's something I bring up all the time is they are, yeah. they run a tight ship. And I mean, you have to respect it from like an organizational standpoint, but as a reporter, right. I'm sitting here going, come on, give, give me something. Just throw, yeah. throw, just just throw, throw, throw a, a bait out there or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me, give me something like give, give me something to latch onto and they don't nothing. The Vooch yeah. trade is the biggest example I can point to because you never heard the bulls come up all of a sudden, bam, there goes Wendell Carter. Like yeah. what? <laughs> so, right, yeah. You know, I've been trying to read up on like the point guard market and I don't know who all's even out there, but Mike Conley is a name that might've come up a right. couple times with Utah. I yeah. don't know if the bulls had the pieces to go get Mike Conley, but like someone of his type would probably right. be a good fit. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's definitely a speedy guard. Uh, still, can, still can shoot three. Uh, definitely control the team. Def, definitely a great vet leader out there on the court, and something the players, the younger players, and guys will look up to, and hopefully be a role model to. And uh, like I said, they still can give you contribution on the court. Because let me be clear: when I say I want the Bulls to get a point guard, I don't want a point guard of the future. I want someone until Lonzo can get that knee healthy. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> he's gonna come back at some point. Now, whether it's this year or not, I've given up hope. But you know, he's still locked into the contract. I'm not. You're not looking for your next Lonzo Ball. You're looking for someone who can fit in behind him and run the offense just as well when he's out yeah you just need an insurance policy pretty much and uh someone like i said if it's the rest of the season uh th that can get you to the rest of the season and be productive and like i said be uh productive offensively and defensively that's all you can ask for exactly and you know we you can look at the draft but the draft there's so much that's gotta the bulls right now they don't have a first round pick because portland <laughs> i don't think they're gonna get that pick from Portland right. right now because Portland is right now tied for the 10 seed. So unless Portland can make the playoffs, I'm not banking on that pick because it's top 14 protected. The pick to the Magic, unless the Bulls can somehow tank and finish in the top four, which not going to happen, they don't have a first round pick right now. So you can't look for like a Nick Smith type out of Arkansas. You can't look for like right. a Scoot Henderson type. Like right. you're not going to get one of those guys. Yeah. That's why I think a trade, even in the offseason, if you can get a first round pick, <clears throat> then you can maybe point guard of the future, see what happens with Lonzo. But at the trade deadline, you're not going to find that. You need a stopgap. Yeah, yeah, you've got to find somebody who can give you some production uh, now because that's what you need. It. You need it now. Uh, I'm all about living in the present and uh, preparing for the future. <laughs> uh, so definitely somebody who can get you some get you some minute, minutes and numbers now and give you good production is definitely what you need now to hopefully withstand and still be competitive in the playoffs in the East. And that's why I don't want to put the bulls in like a buyer quote unquote or seller quote unquote, like they need to make a big move. And I, I still think the two likely guys are Vooch and DeMar just because of the contract situation. It's looking like they're not going to extend Vooch. I mean, that's just read the writing right. on the wall. The fact that you're almost 50 games in, we've heard no talks of extension. It goes back to the tight ship that the front office runs, but I mean, it's looking like a Vooch extension isn't likely. I don't think DeMar is going to extend. I mean, unless something amazing happens, but right now his value is sky high. So if you can right. get something for him, yeah, yeah, maybe do it. I mean, I, I agree with you. We talked a couple weeks ago. I think you keep Caruso around. I think he's a good yeah. leader. The wild card is still Kobe white. I think he's right. the biggest trade chip you've got outside of DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, honestly, in my honest opinion, I, I for some reason, I feel like they might trade Zach. I don't know why there's been a lot of controversy with him and the coach this, this year. Um, like you said, the hand situation and him saying there's an issue and the team says it's not an issue. I've always been on teams like that and players who uh, do things like that are always the ones that get traded for some reason. <laughs> no matter if they're the franchise guy or not, it just, it just happens. I don't know. Interesting. Like even after he just signed the max extension, everything, like you think there's something to those rumors that are, you know, he's connected. You hear his name right. all the time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like I said, it's just the controversy with him or the team. I think 
lot of teams don't like that. You know, a lot of organizations want to be kind of drama free and stuff like that. Um, like I said, uh, sometimes drama is good for the team in certain situations, but when the player is, is going back and forth with the coach or going back and forth with the organization saying one thing and the organization saying another is never, it never ends well. <laughs> I mean, you've got, you've got a great point there and that turns into a bigger discussion than, okay, let's say if Zach Levine goes on the trade market and we don't know for sure, it's just pure speculation. This is us right, yeah. filling time, but yeah. <laughs> you know, if if Zach's on the trade market and you end up moving him, who's your guy? I don't know. You, I mean, obviously you go with a, a team of guys. You got Demar. I mean, yeah, you still got Demar. You still got Vooch and whoever you get back from Zach. So, and hopefully one of these young guys that can step up and, and be uh, something of a caliber of, of Zach. And like I said, and just step into that role and uh, hopefully just keep getting production, keep developing those young guys, and hopefully they'll pan out to be something great. Because the interesting thing here, too, is Patrick Williams is turning into a stud before our eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you right. watch him play. He got his first double-double of the year the other night. He's playing aggressive. He's he's a yeah. hell of a three-point shooter. Didn't see right. that coming. Like, who would have thought Patrick Williams would be your best three-point shooter? But, right. you know, with him playing well, I feel like there's a little bit of freedom there. Like, okay, you've got him playing well. Vooch, obviously, walking double-double. DeMar is your go-to yeah. guy. You don't have a yeah. point guard. And if, if Zach is having there's issues there, we've heard about the the benching earlier in the year is still, you know, there are lingering effects from that, the hand, right. the knee. Maybe that's a possibility. I think you're onto something. Yeah, no, just just my guess. You know, I'm just I just watch and I just observe and then you know, I play a little bit and been on a couple teams, but I, I don't know anything. I just I just guess. <laughs> hey, you put your GM hat on whenever you want. Like if you want to be GM right. CJ, I mean I mean I don't I don't have a target in mind, like a, a landing spot for him. I don't have any of that, but like that's that that'd be an that'd be a big swing if they did that. That'd yeah, yeah. be putting all your chips in the middle of the table saying, No, we're gonna move on, we're gonna move on from the guy we just gave a ton of money to. And right. I don't know, that wouldn't be a reset. I don't right. think I don't think that would be the start of like a rebuild or a teardown. Yeah. But it would be the an interesting retool because I'd be very curious to see what kind of return you could get for a guy like Zach. Yeah, I think some uh, I think he pretty he has a high value. Um, like I said, the money has to match up and all those kind of things. And like I said, it'd be a perfect example for a guy like Patrick Williams to come in and step up and fill that kind of role and just expand on his his growth and see see how he pans out. Well, and that's the biggest thing with Patrick Williams' development outside of the injuries is the fact that he's on a team with two alphas and you can make it three alphas with the way right. Vooch can, you know, he can be ball dominant. He can pass, he can rebound. And right. there, people always criticize P will for making that extra pass. But when you, yeah. when you're supporting cast is Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic yeah. and Kobe white at times who could blame him. Yeah. You got to make the extra pass, you know, and if a guy like Zach gets traded, he just steps in and fills that role. Now he's a, he's more aggressive. He's more dominant and he's not looking to make that pass. We know he, he needs to score. The team needs him to score and that's what he's going to do. That's, yeah, because the more I'm thinking about this, the more that would be an investment in Patrick Williams. That yeah, would be sure. the organization, the biggest vote of confidence that they have given Patrick Williams yet would be, yeah. we're going to move on from the guy that we built around, the guy that had input on bringing in Vooch and DeRozan right. and, and Lonzo and Caruso. Yeah. And we're going to move on from him, and you're going to be one of our focal points going forward. I, I mean, it's a lot of pressure, but yeah, yeah. I, I could it, see like it said, with the way he's been playing. Yeah, it happens. Like, there's no for me. I I feel like there's no loyalty with organizations and players and stuff like that. So, it doesn't matter if they give you a whole bunch of money, they'll still trade you the next year. You know. So, I definitely think it's a definitely a thought just to go out there. But um, like I said, it's just my guess. I don't know. I mean, that could be the source of all these rumors. I mean, you hear Zach all the time in these. Like he's he's right. eligible to be traded. Him, Bradley Beal, like anyone who's got that 
what was it? it was like the clause in their contract that said they signed this extension they couldn't be traded until x date that yeah. date is passed yeah so, december 15th i think yeah it was like either december or january one of the two yeah. but like you you couldn't get traded before that date well now that's passed like it's like an all bets are off thing and you're i, I go back to the standings because the standings tell a lot 10 seed in the east half game up on the 11th seed half game behind the nine seed two games behind the eight seed it's it's that jam-packed i right. mean AK has said the goal is to win, be competitive, and make the playoffs. If you can, if you can move Zach and make the playoffs, that speaks to the type of coach Billy Donovan is, in my opinion, because you'd be losing one of your top scoring options, and yet you can still find a way to be competitive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Billy Donovan, you know, gets a lot of credit for putting, I, don't know, I guess not putting this roster together, but just managing this team, I guess, <laughs> and trying to get the best out of him uh, with what he's give, been given. So I definitely think he would get a lot of credit for that. And then also just the players in the front office. So, you know, depends on what they would get back for a guy like, you know, like Zach. And typically if that if that did happen, I think it'd be something spectacular for them to do. And I think they can they can win a series. I don't think it'd be, you don't want to settle if you move on yeah, from yeah. Zach Levine. Like you you need, it needs to be a good return. I don't know what that return right. would be necessarily right. i don't know if you'd get like a first rounder this year maybe depending on the team depending on the value of the pick how badly they want to win right now yeah but like i maybe a role player mm-hmm. potentially again it depends on the landing spot too and i yeah, yeah. i could go into the trade machine and do a bunch of trades <laughs> but that I don't, I don't feel like doing that right, you know yeah. then i start daydreaming and i start swinging for the fences and like oh what would it take for the bulls to get Giannis? like right. you know I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those i get greedy with the trade machine. right yeah, yeah. but yeah, that, that'd be, it's interesting. So, I mean, the general sentiment here, based on, you, you read the tea leaves, you read the rumors from the beat, re- the beat reporters, the national guys, it seems like something's coming. We have talked about how quiet it is right now. We are two yeah. weeks away as we're recording this. The biggest trade that's happened is Rui Hachimura. It is too quiet right now, don't you think? Yeah, I think a big splash is coming. Definitely uh, not a lot of activity has happened in a few trades, but none of real big significance. I think the Lakers uh, did win that trade, uh, obviously. I but um, I think, yeah, something in the next couple of weeks is going to be big, and we'll just, you know, just waiting to see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, usually when this happens, something big is coming, like something's in the works that we're going to be, yeah. you know, recording this uh, by Twitter. Open, like, whoa, that just happened. Like, you know, I right. fully always prepared for that. But, you know, February 9th is the big day. I really think you're going to hear some chatter in the next week. Mm -hmm. Then that week of, I think you're going to start seeing the domino effect. You're going to see this go here. You're going to see this go here, this go there. It's going to be like everything's going to start falling into place. And, I mean, I feel like I feel like windy right now. It's like, Mm -hmm. what? Why did they make that? (laughs) That's this trade. What are they doing with that? Like, that's what we're going to be dissecting here with the trade deadline. It's like, okay. Why did they trade that guy? What what's happened? What's happening in Utah? What's happening in Chicago? Like it's yeah. I'm excited. This is one of my favorite times of year is the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for All sure. Kinds yeah. Of Everyone, yeah, everyone's GM's hat's gonna go on now. Everyone's gonna think they're a GM or president and thinking for the future. Uh, yeah. so it's gonna be fun to just to see what, what happens, what moves are gonna be made and what what directions teams are gonna go in and, and why, I guess. Just guessing. Be very curious to see how much like traffic the trade machine gets on ESPN. Like how many people are going into right. that these next couple of weeks versus like you know any other time in the year? Because you're you got yeah, fans yeah. that are daydreaming. You've got and it, I, with with the Bulls, I don't want them to sell everybody, but it just you've got to do something and shake up the you got to shake the etch a sketch, start not, not start over. Just get yourself in a position to be in position by making yeah. a move. Sometimes you have to yeah. sacrifice a guy. It's the nature of the business. Yeah, like I said, like I said, you got to sacrifice people. You got to make 
uh, resolutions and, you know, just, I think, uh, it's going to happen. And I think bulls don't need to change much. It's one or two pieces adding and they will be definitely, uh, still competitive and maybe even better. Yeah. The calls to blow it up. Don't need, don't, don't, they don't need to happen. You're three games yeah, yeah. under 500. Yeah, you are, yet. you are not the Detroit Pistons who are 12 and 37. You are not the Charlotte Hornets, which how about Charlotte 13 and 36. Yeah. It, like I, that was a team I thought was going to be in the play in conversation this year. Right. Like, you, you're not the Spurs, 14 and 34. You're not, you're not the Lakers, 23 right. and 26. Like, well, you're, I guess you kind of are because you're 20, 22 and 25. So the math checks out. But like, you know, Lakers are outside the play-in tournament is my point. Yeah. Like, you're, you're in a decent spot right now. You don't have to sell everybody. I don't want to put them in buyers or sellers. They're just going to make a move and try to get better. If that makes them a yeah. buyer, it makes them a buyer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep the faith, keep, keep steady and hold on to the tracks of the train that are, that you're going on. And like I said, like one or two moves can push you over that hump and make you uh competitive. And that's what you want. That's what you want to be. You just want to be in the hunt, be in the mix and anything can happen after that. And that's exactly what they are. They are in the mix right now. I've read you the standings. Like they yep. are, in, they're as in the mix as you can get as they're getting ready to play their 50th <laughs> game of the year. We talked before the show started this year is flying by. Yeah. I mean, Game number 50 is Thursday night at Charlotte. Then you're at Orlando. Then you're back home against the Clippers, the Hornets, the Blazers, the Spurs. I'm not even going to say the opportunities are there because I'm, again, <laughs> I don't want to be going to kick the football. But right. there are, the opportunities <laughs> are always there. They just got to take advantage. Right, of <laughs> right. You're, don't pull the football away from me this time. Right. Okay. Let me kick it. Let's, you know, don't let me fall on my butt when I come on there and talk into this microphone, because I want to come right. on here Monday when we record Monday for Tuesday show. I want to be in a good mood. I don't want to be right. coming out here. And I've, I've got my voice back. I want to be happy. <laughs> got to keep Nick happy. <laughs> please, please. There's only so much coffee in the world to keep me right. happy. <laughs> I want some wins. Damn it. I want some wins. And with, uh, again, with the, the deadline is February 9th. They both play a game that day too on TNT. Very interesting. If something happens on deadline day and they're playing on TNT that night, I don't know. That's the stuff I've yeah. Look, I've seen I've I seen I've, players get traded on oh, yeah. during the game during the game. So it's oh, not yeah. it's not unexpected or unlikely. So it definitely can happen. Oh, I'm on full hug watch. Like hug watch <laughs> is it's happening. We are two weeks out. Yeah, I'm right. watching games. I mean, I was watching the Warriors game last night. I don't know how active they're going to be, but I'm on hug watch. Someone gets right. subbed out. I'm I'm watching for hugs. I'm watching for yeah, the yeah. handshakes. Oh yeah, no, Going we're we're in hug watch room. season. Yep, <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, except except when you throw your mouthpiece and get ejected. Sub stuff. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand that that uh, that tech or ejection <laughs> at all. I I I didn't know what happened. I saw you threw his mouthpiece. I'm like, oh hey, that makes sense. Okay, I don't know why you're doing that in a close game. But, I think he was just mad that the shot that his teammate took, but still, I don't yeah. even even in the New Orleans game, the guy got uh, the or the coach got attacked and got thrown out. Yeah, I don't like, understand that either. I think the refs are just too trigger happy with the with the text this year. I love a good rush show late at night. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good rush show. I watch Big Ten basketball, man. I'm used to that. I, right. I get I get paid to watch the Big Ten. You want to watch a rough show? Watch Iowa, Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It Bobrowski's gone too. That's the worst part. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, the fact that you know him by name. Right. <laughs> but you know, you got a few games here. You can make a move in the standings. I I think a move is coming at some point. I will be shocked if they stand yeah. pat at the trade deadline. Whether it's whether it's Kobe White gets traded, whether it's a big swing like Zach gets traded, something yeah. feels like it's gonna happen. I'll be floored if they right. stay very quiet. Yeah, I, I will too. But like I said, they. It wouldn't surprise me, but like I said, it just uh, it would be shocking because they definitely need some uh, improvement in certain areas, more than one. So um, you know, gotta they gotta make a move. 
If you're three games over 500, you don't need to, but you're three games yeah. under, you got to do yeah. something. Yeah, you and got that to. That doesn't mean send someone to the G League. No, that means send someone right. to another team. <laughs> that means get right. something for somebody. Right. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus. If you want to take the Bulls against the spread, feel free. You can take the other team on the money line. I don't care. 50% welcome bonus. I'm not telling you what I'm going to do over at Bet Online and by our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98, the last dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, another fun show. Talk about some hypotheticals. This is going to be a very crazy couple weeks, I feel like. I don't know when it'll start, but it feels like the storm is coming. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll be all tuned in to Twitter and Instagram and uh, watching the Woge bombs to see if anything happens. I have turned off my stream time notifications because I don't need my phone <laughs> telling me how long I spent on right. Twitter these next right. couple weeks because yeah. trade season is in full <laughs> force. Please, I want more moves. I want the crazy. Give me all the chaos. Give me yeah. all of it. I'm, I'm excited. I like, I like the drama. Yeah, I like it. Yes. Yes. It's like it's like a reality TV mm. show. I want give me more. I don't watch a lot all of reality right. TV, but right. give me give me more of this. I want to see what happens. But right, yeah. we'll have more for you guys yeah. next week. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.